Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome and great to have you with us. In just moments, we'll be talking with the 45th president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump. And we're now less than a year and a half away from the 2024 presidential election. 477 days to be exact, and that date is fast approaching. The Republican Party has 11 declared candidates for the 2024 nomination with only one clear frontrunner. And of course, that is Donald Trump. The man in a very distant second place is Governor Ron DeSantis. He's failed from the inception of his campaign to really get it going. NBC is reporting that DeSantis has fired roughly a dozen campaign staffers this week and is looking to cut costs and to change his political fate by changing his campaign strategy. We'll see. DeSantis is the chosen candidate of Fox News and the Murdochs, as reported, but they are apparently getting a little disturbed by his failure to launch. Reports are they're looking for a new 2024 candidate to back. And things aren't going much better for puppet President Joe Biden. Biden arrived back at the White House last night after spending the weekend at Camp David, taking his 356th vacation day since he took office. That's almost 40% of his presidency on vacation. Or to put it another way, Biden has been on vacation for almost a year of the two and a half years he's been president. And now it's time for our special guest here today on The Great America Show to take up many of the issues that face the nation, a man who was always on the job as president. He is the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, welcome Great of you to be with us here on The Great America Show. The Marxist Dems' persecution of you is now in its eighth year, and you're crushing the Republican field of candidates for the nomination. 33% ahead of your closest rival. Big, big numbers. Well, we've had some great numbers. We've had uh, the best polling numbers, Lou, we've had in a long time, and we've had some good ones all along. So it's been, it's a great... It's a great honor. We're, uh, I guess one is 33 up, one is 42 up. We have one that came out at 52 up with all those people running. And uh, Rhonda Sanctimonious is really hitting the skids. He has not proven to be a good candidate, which I had a feeling that he wouldn't actually. But a very disloyal person. But, you know, uh, we have to save our country. There's never been anything like what we, what's happening to our country, Lou. You know it better than anybody, frankly. I, I listened to you for years, and, and you're, you're at the top of the game. And I'll tell you what, there has never been a time where our country is in more danger or so incompetently run. Well, Mr. President, thank you for those kind words. And let me say that uh, this has been a decline that I don't think many people could have expected uh, accelerating through the first two and a half years of the Biden presidency. I, the 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 commitment recently to Ukraine, again, Biden uh, adding mm -hmm. to the overall the billions of dollars 
now agreeing to send long-range missiles, cluster bombs, uh, bringing up 3,000 military reservists for the eastern flank of Europe. Your reaction to these latest developments uh, following the summit in, uh, in uh, Lithuania? And this is millions of people pour through our border. So we have people pouring through our border that are prisoners and people from mental institutions and terrorists and everybody coming from many countries, many, not just the four countries that we consider our neighbors, many, many countries and all over the world. They're emptying out their prisons into our country and we send thousands of people over. The other thing is Europe. You take a look at the European Union, you have uh, them spending $20 billion, maybe, and we're up to about $180 billion, close to $200 billion. Now, we have our incompetent president. He's grossly incompetent, as you know, and as everybody knows, but they're just, I guess they're just playing games. But we have this very incompetent man wanting to get into World War Three with nuclear weapons, because that's what's happening here. At some point, uh, the dam is going to break. But uh, to send 3,000 troops on top of everything else. And, you know, I do ask this, Lou, and you've asked this question many times. Why is it the European Union, Europe, why aren't they? It certainly affects them more than us. Why aren't they catching up? Why aren't they putting up their $200 billion? How come we're so far advanced in terms of money spent and in terms of everything else that we're giving and it's a very unfair situation, very, very bad. And it's a war that should have never happened. This would have never happened if the election weren't rigged. This would have never, ever happened, not in a million years. And China wouldn't be talking about Taiwan either, Lou, as you know very well. The, the election of 2020 having profound consequences. And as you mentioned, China, China, bellicose, uh, she uh, making all sorts of threats about Taiwan, threatening the United States directly. Uh, insinuating uh, its power into the Caribbean, to Central America, South America, without any response whatsoever from this administration. Well, the Cuba thing is beyond, uh, I mean, anything that anybody would have thought even possible that they do. Uh, they used to respect our country and they're, you know, the president of our country very greatly. And as you know, I took in hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes and tariffs from China and uh, gave $28 billion to the farmers. But they had respect for us, tremendous respect. They didn't treat us like they treat these people, the way they lecture us and tell us. Uh, they laugh at our people, our representatives, but in particular, they laugh at our president. They, they can't even believe what's happening to them. And obviously, there's got to be something that they have, because how a man can be so... Uh, I mean, how how does a man allow China to move their military to Cuba? And, you know, the Cuban-Americans that are all over Miami and all over Florida and other places, uh, they better get used to the fact that with the Biden and with the Democrats, they're never going to see their island again. They're never going to be seeing Cuba again because Cuba essentially is being taken over by the Chinese, 90 miles off our coast, by the way. And uh, they're building all sorts of military installations. And nobody even talks about it. Nobody. The press doesn't talk about it. The, the press is so corrupt. And I mean, it's just who would believe that we could be in a position like this on top of Afghanistan, that horrible, most embarrassing time in the history of our country. We surrendered and they kept eighty five billion dollars worth of uh, the best equipment in the world, tanks and planes and everything else. And they take uh, they killed our 
soldier. You look, I mean, you had 13 soldiers die and nobody ever talks about all of the many, many soldiers that have been so horrifically wounded with legs and arms and everything else. It's really sad and to, to watch what's happening. You know, I don't know if you know, Afghanistan now is one of the top arms merchants in the world. They're selling the 700,000 guns that we left them and rifles and everything else the best. 70,000 vehicles, many of them armor-plated. Uh, they're becoming, they became a major arms dealer because they don't need that. They just need 5% of what we gave them. So it's a terrible thing that's happening to our country, just a terrible thing. There's no respect whatsoever for our leadership, and they are just taking advantage of the United States. This would not have happened with Trump as your president, as you know. And it didn't happen. And it did not happen. We're talking with the 45th president of the United States, President Donald Trump. We will continue our discussion in just one moment. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're talking with the 45th president of the United States and the leading Republican candidate for the Republican nomination for 2024. I... None other than Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, let's let's turn to politics a bit here. I, and that is, as you watch what is happening with the White House, trying uh, the Secret Service there, uh, telling everyone that they're going to conduct a two-week investigation if they don't have a suspect, uh, that there will be no further inquiry. I, I haven't heard many, uh, any, any, frankly, statements from the bureaucracy that arrogant uh, and that just mind boggling in its uh, illogic. So obviously, I know the area very well. It's very close to probably the most important room anywhere in the world, the Situation Room. If you think about it, Lou, I was saying it the other day, I think it's the most important room in the world. War is determined and uh, what missiles you're using is nuclear necessary, you know, et cetera, et cetera. This, this is the Situation Room loaded up with cameras from every corner. Obviously. I mean, how could you not have? It's the Situation Room, right? Uh, they know who it was, and it's very, very shocking to see what's going on. The way they're defending this family, the way they're defending them is just outrageous. And uh, nobody gets defended as a conservative, as a Republican. They go after people like a bunch of wild animals. That's what they are. They're a bunch of wild animals. But to think that the Situation Room, which is just cameras all over the place, that they aren't able to find the person that uh, brought it, probably to be picked up by somebody else. And there are those people that think they know who that somebody else is. And uh, maybe they just forgot about the pickup or something happened. 
just like they forgot about a laptop. They forgot to pick that up, even though they warned many times, come pick it up. Uh, it's a very, very sad thing for our country. And I think it made everybody, you know, I deal with the Secret Service. These are incredible people, smart, tough, love the country. And I really think that they are very embarrassed. I, I don't know why they're not involved in finding the person, because I think they probably know who the person is. The fact of the matter is that this uh, administration has expanded U.S. involvement internationally. Uh, we are stretched thin. The recruiting goals are 25 percent short, and some say even larger than what the military is admitting to. Uh, and, and we are watching some of our most experienced and talented officers and non-coms uh, and enlisted men and women leave the military. We're in a crisis for the for our military. Well, we have a crisis. And how about a president that talks about openly, we don't have any ammunition. You think China likes hearing that and Russia and everybody else out there? When he said that, I, this was before I heard anything about it. He was criticized, but not nearly as much as he should have been. But he says, we don't have the ammunition. And yet we're selling and sending. We're not selling. We're giving all of this stuff to Ukraine. You know, I gave them the javelins initially, and that was something that really protected them, and they used it well, and they knocked out the tanks. These are the anti-tank busters. And, uh, you know, I was the one that did that. Obama gave linens. They say he gave sheets, and I gave javelins. And, uh, you know, then they say Trump was close to Russia. I'm the one that ended their pipeline. I, I Nobody ever heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along. Nord Stream 2. So it's uh, it's very, very scary what's happening. Look, as I said, this is the most dangerous time in the history of our country because of the power of the weaponry. We have a man who's grossly incompetent and also corrupt as hell at, in the White House, and he's compromised. China has given their family millions of dollars, and they know everything, and they have – you know, whether it's at the Penn Center, it looks like they get tremendous amount of money from that, where they keep documents, by the way. And they keep documents in Chinatown, and you don't ever hear about his documents. I'm covered with the Presidential Records Act. He's not because he wasn't president. And it's a much different standard. And he keeps documents in Chinatown, Chinatown, Washington, D.C. And, I mean, it's not even believable. And you don't ever hear anything about it. There's no leaks. There's no anything. It's just probably there's no investigation. And, by the way, they probably have 20 times, 30 times the number of documents that we're talking about. And I was allowed to do it under the Presidential Records Act and also the Clinton Sox case. you got to read this because it's a disgrace that they're even doing this. But you don't hear anything about Biden, he kept documents, classified documents under the wheels of his Corvette in a garage where you could have cut the door open with a paper scissors. So uh, it's, it's very sad to see what's happening with our country. The Justice Department or the Injustice Department, as we call it, is is literally uh, weaponized. It's weaponized against a political candidate that le that's leading. Think of it, a political candidate that's leading Biden by many points. And also leading the Republicans by many points. And they've weaponized it. Nobody thought it was possible over nonsense. It is it is an extraordinary comparison, as you point out. Uh, what do you say to the fact the Department of Justice and the FBI spent nearly $9 million investigating you in the so-called documents case and only about a half a million dollars 
uh, in pursuing uh, the the case against Joe Biden uh, during basically the same time period. Uh, it's quite a breathtaking difference, isn't it? With 20 times the number of documents, don't forget, 1,850 boxes of documents are at the, I guess it's University of Delaware, and uh, they don't want anybody to go in there. They've uh, precluded people from going in. Now maybe they'll have no choice but to open it up. Some of those documents are classified were taken out when he was a senator, which is you can't do that. As president, again, you're covered with the Presidential Records Act 100 percent. But he took him out as senator. Even guys like Dick Durbin, a Democrat senator, wise guy, but a Democrat senator, he was shocked when he heard this happen, probably taken from a skiff a long time ago. And you don't hear anything about it. And they've spent, I guess now the number is 11 million, but that's as of a couple of months ago. So that number would be like 20 million, 25 million dollars. And don't forget, you have to do one other thing. You have to add to that the Mueller report where they spent 48 million dollars and all of the other nonsense. They probably spent hundreds of millions of dollars on trying to get me. These are longtime fascists and Marxists and communists in our country. And uh, we got to win in 24 or we're going to lose our country. Well, there are four investigating committees in the House of Representatives working hard to bring truth to the fore in the D.C. swamp. We'll be taking that up with President Donald Trump. We're talking with Mr. Trump here on The Great America Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with President Donald Trump. How much thought have you given to your running mate? Would you take a running mate from uh, the field of candidates running uh, against you for the nomination? Well, I think we have some very good ones, and I think we have some very bad ones. And I wouldn't do all of them by any means, but certainly we have some very good ones, and we have some great people in the uh, in the wings of the Republican Party. We have some fantastic people in the Republican Party. And, you know, the good thing is uh, when I came down, I was never a Washington guy. I spent 17 days in Washington. I never stayed over. In my entire life, I never stayed over. And so really, it was new. All of a sudden, I'm president. I'm standing in the White House opposite the Lincoln bedroom. I say, this is amazing. But that was not my society. I was a New York person and, you know, traveled around the country and, and even the world. But I was not really a Washington person at all. And I didn't know the people. I had to rely on. And we had some great people. I mean, you know, when you look at what we did, we rebuilt the military. We cut the taxes by the most in history. Uh, regulations by most in history, all the things we did. We did so many things, uh, built the wall. We had the safest border in history. 
We were energy independent. We were going to be energy dominant very soon. The things we did were incredible. We've defeated ISIS. Uh, ISIS, they said you can't do it. And we ended up defeating 100 percent of the ISIS caliphate. All of these things we did. But I had to rely on people to give me recommendations. And some were good and some were not good. Like Bill Barr was a coward and others were either cowards or, you know, just didn't do a good job. But mostly a lot of them did. And, and you know, we're lucky because when we rebuilt the military, when we did all these things. Now, when we rebuilt the military, we had a lot of ammunition. They've given that ammunition away. We don't have ammunition now. But we did a lot of great things. But I didn't know people in Washington. I had to rely on others to give me names. And, again, some were good, some were bad. The fact is that I know everybody now. Nobody knows them like I know them. And I know the good ones and the smart ones and the dumb ones and the weak ones and the disloyal ones. And we sort of know them all. You do, too. You've you've gotten a lesson in this also. <laughs> and so we have unbelievable people we're going to be bringing in. And I think it'll be unbelievable. And we have to bring our country back. We have to make America great again. That's what it's about. we got to make America great again. Thanks to you and thanks to all that you've had to endure uh, over the course of your presidency and uh, since you left the White House. Americans now know this government is corrupt. How satisfied are you with these uh, committees, uh, what they are exposing, what they're revealing about the corruption of the Biden regime, uh, the Biden uh, crime family, if you will? So I think uh, Jim Jordan is fantastic and Jamie Comer is fantastic. I think they've done a fantastic job, both of them heading up the committees. The people on the committees, uh, Matt Gates and all of them, I could go through a whole list of names. I think they've done a great job. Uh, it would be very helpful if you had the president as opposed to, you know, there's not a lot they could do other than impeach and, you know, do certain things that some people want to see done. And so that's going to be up to them. But I think they've done a fantastic job. I mean, the money that they're finding that's being, you know, put into the tills of the Biden family is unbelievable. The numbers I listened to that extortion call. That was an extortion call the other day where, uh, you know, Hunter Biden is really putting right. the move on some guy in China, a high official of communist China for $5.2 million. And I guess a week later, they got the money. Uh, now, that was almost like a mob call. That was a rough call. And uh, he talked about his father wants the money. I want the money. My father's sitting right here, right next to me. And, you know, maybe he wasn't. But even if you go back, even and look at where we're not getting a billion dollars, you're not getting a billion dollars if you don't change the prosecutor. It, can you imagine if I ever made a statement like that? I mean, they impeached me over a perfect phone call. It was perfect. And by the way, I won and say what you want about the Republicans, 196 to nothing in terms of the Republican Party. So they came together for that stuff and, you know, didn't exactly come together for Nixon, but they came together for me. And uh, we have a lot of great people. But we have, you know, I think uh, Jamie and Jim and that whole group of people, I think they're doing a great job of exposing it. And there are things they can do, including defunding. The funding is a big deal. Absolutely. But impeachment is a bigger deal. And you impeachment you raise... is big. Impeachment is big. And, and frankly, you... if, when the presidency, if we take over the presidency, that's the biggest of them all. Do you, and think you can do these... real things. Do you think these committees should move toward impeachment because of just the huge amount of evidence that is in, in front of the American people now? 
Well, nobody's ever seen it where millions and millions of dollars is pouring into a family. And, you know, like as an example, we've given close to $200 billion to Ukraine. A lot of people agree with it and a lot of people don't. But I will say as time goes by and as they see the kind of numbers that we're talking about. And, you know, uh, and I have to say, it would have never happened to Vice President. And I could solve that in one or two days. Nobody's not. Nobody's trying to solve it. Nobody's talking about we've got to stop all these people from being killed. Got to stop them from being killed. It's crazy, and it could be done. Would have been easier if it never started, and it would have never started with me. And you never heard anything about it. And I knew that Ukraine was the apple of Vladimir Putin's eye. It was the apple. I I talked to him numerous times, but I said you can't even think about it, and said some very tough things. And he never would have never happened. Would have never happened. I think what happened is when uh, they went into. Afghanistan, when they tried to, uh, so sadly, uh, when they surrendered, and it was so incompetent where we took the military out first. You know, we were leaving Afghanistan, but we were going to keep Bagram. Bagram's one hour away from where China makes nuclear weapons. That was so valuable for us. And now China is occupying Bagram, which I said would happen. But they left by one of the largest Air Force bases anywhere in the world. I mean, and built at the cost of billions and billions of dollars many years ago. And we left. And it's one hour, think of it, it's one hour away from where they make, forget about Afghanistan, Bagram for China, it's one hour away where, from where they make their nuclear weapons. So you see all these things, it's so sad. Uh, inflation, we had no inflation. We wouldn't have had inflation. Inflation was caused be, because of what they did with energy. Now they want to go to all electric cars. Well, that's going to take everybody out of Michigan. We're not going to make cars anymore. And those cars are all going to be made in China. And, you know, you see payments of millions of dollars going to Biden and the family. And then you see somebody that does nothing against China that actually allows military installations to be built in Cuba. And say what you want. The press doesn't talk about it either. The fake news media it's what they don't say that's even worse than what they do say. They go after me every single day. I have stories in the Times about absolute bullshit. And they go after me, Lou, and every day. But they don't talk about China occupying Cuba. And those people from the Cuban-Americans, you know, I got the Bay of Pigs Award recently. I got so much. I got, look, I had, I think I got 94% of the Cuban vote and the Venezuelan vote. They don't do anything about it. Venezuela now, we're buying Venezuelan oil. We're making the dictator so wealthy, it's going to be like Saudi Arabia. We're making it because we're buying oil from Venezuela. It's unthinkable. Instead of taking the liquid gold right under our own feet, which is much better, by the way, it's pure. His is tar or theirs is tar. But you can actually say his is tar. And we're making him and we're making Venezuela that regime very rich. It's not even thinkable what we're doing. We have people that are grossly incompetent and bad and bad. You know, you actually, why, why would they want to have open borders? Why do they want to have high interest rates? Why do they want to have all this stuff? Why do they want to have no voter ID? Because they want to cheat. That's why. But all of the things that they want. I mean, think about open borders. Who wants open borders where millions? I believe by the end of the year, it'll be 15 million people will have come into our country. Terrorists, prisoners and mental institution people. A lot of them. 
And, I think, you know, it's it's just so sad what they're doing to our country. I think what they're doing to the country and their motivation of this this administration and the Marxist Dems who lead this administration, I think most Americans understand how impaired Joe Biden is and how corrupt he is. Uh, and there has to be a change. And I I believe that one of the reasons that you're so high in the polls is they understand there's unfinished business uh, from the Trump administration uh, that you demonstrated there could be a wall at the southern border. You demonstrated we could recall troops uh, from, uh, you know, every seemingly every one of 192 countries around the world uh, and that we could adopt a modest foreign policy and uh, as you demonstrated uh, energy independence and drive business and markets as they've never been how long do you believe it would take you upon winning in 2024 and taking office uh how long do you think it would take to just be just begin to reverse the damage that this administration has done to the united states yeah well, first of all, you know, as somebody said to Sanders, says, oh, I'll be there for eight years. If anybody needs eight years, you shouldn't vote him in because you don't want eight years. This could be done a big dent, a very big dent in two or three months. We'll close up the border. We have great people. You know, we have that you interview, that you interview uh, Brandon Judd and Tom Holman. You have no idea. I mean, we have unbelievable people. They're not allowed to do their job on the border. And elsewhere, we would be drilling for oil. We'll become energy independent again. We're going to drive down inflation. We're going to become then energy dominant. We're going to sell to Europe and other places all over the world. We're going to start paying off debt. And one of the things we have to do, very vital, is all of these prisoners and mental institution people that have come into our country and terrorists, we're going to get them out. We're going to have to get them out fast because they're going to be big trouble into the future. You know, I was very strong with the ban, and I got criticized for the ban. But we didn't have any problems, did we, for four years, Lou? We had no problem. No problem. And uh, and a great, great four years. And we looked forward to your return uh, in 2025. Uh, I, I tell you, Mr. President, it's just a delight to talk with you, to hear your thoughts on all of these topics. There's so many more. Uh, we we wish you all the best. And uh, as the saying goes in politics, give them hell. Well, I will, and you are, and I appreciate it, Lou. You're really outstanding. You always have been, and you are an outstanding man, and thank you very much. President Donald J. Trump. Thanks to him, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Our guest here tomorrow will be the former Capitol Hill police chief on duty the day of January 6th, Stephen Sund, our guest. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out our new website, LouDobbs.com. We hope you'll join us back here tomorrow for The Great America Show. Until then, thanks and God bless you. And may God bless America. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.